Welcome, welcome, welcome to the School of Radiance, the place to be for all things skin, rejuvenation, slowing aging, and becoming our most beautiful radiant selves, all in the process. Healthy skin, radiant skin is actually a byproduct of what's going on in the inside. But of course, we talk all about skincare and rejuvenation options as well. With myself as your expert mentor in these things, with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed and a double board certified static nurse specialist since 2011 and academic researcher. Be sure to hang out with me over at the School of Radiance podcast check out some of my research. And for those of you seeking one-on-one guidance where we can connect just like this, share with me what your skin goals are, what some of your current practices are. And during that time, we will unpack many things that may need some course correction, as well as this is how you receive the customized approach. The customized cake recipe, what to do at home, what to do in clinic, as well as ongoing support is all encompassed in a one-on-one session with me. For those of you who are curious about the icing on the cake, this is where I teach my seven week tutorials. They're recorded live and you are invited to join with your questions and I answer those questions, which is a lot of fun. Or I take you into my restroom and I show you exactly how to use your products from skincare, makeup, hair care, hair growth stimulating options, at home peels for the face and body, as well as getting into more advanced layers like skin cycling with antioxidants, peptides, retinol, hyaluronic acid, all sorts of great things, as well as my tutorials is where I teach my dermal rolling demos and different at home technologies that are incredible for supporting your skin. So join my seven week skincare tutorials. These are also seasonally specific because each season, the skin does require different things as well as there are different things that we might want to approach in the clinic. Now, for those of you who are looking for that cherry on top experience, you've done the skincare work with me, you know how to apply your products, you're looking for those deeper layers. What is radiance? How can we become more radiant? What does the radiant mindset look like? How do we present ourselves? How do we talk? How do we communicate? How do we really cultivate a beautiful radiant life with ourselves, our loved ones, our family members, and of course, our professional colleagues? The deep-rooted why behind wanting to become our most beautiful selves is to enhance our confidence. And from that, we also have the opportunity to then create a greater community with other like-minded individuals with shared values. In the School of Radiance membership, I teach you how to be in this specific energy to be like a magnet for other people that are also operating in a radiant way. There are lots of us and you are warmly invited to join the club. I really look forward to connecting with many of you, seeing you in a one-on-one session, in my skincare tutorials, and of course, the School of Radiance membership. Tune in for regular episodes on the School of Radiance podcast. If you have any questions, you're curious about which option is right for you, you are warmly invited to email me directly at info at theschoolofradiance.com. And don't forget to check out my free 30-minute training all on skin and biohacking and some of the research to help support slowing aging and get better skin from the inside out. Have a great day and I look forward to connecting with you very soon.
Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm thrilled to have you joining me here today. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the next human bifurcation point that is no longer coming. It is actually here. And this is the segue from biohacking to convenience to transhumanism. Now, I have my own personal opinion on this, but my personal opinion should never influence you And before making any lifestyle modifications, you must check in with a licensed physician. And what you're about to hear in this episode is educational information only because we are actually going to be talking about RFID chip implants as debit cards. And yes, I just literally got off the call with a gentleman who approached me from a UK journal. As you guys know, I publish in a lot of different journals internationally, primarily in the UK and the USA. And uh, this gentleman was telling me that he has a loved one who is a surgeon and she actually installed her own RFID chip that serves as a debit card into her palm. So when she goes to the shops and things like that, she can actually, instead of taking her cards out with the RFID chips to tap, she could just put her palm on the device. Oh my gosh. Okay, so here's the thing. Implants whether it's to do with breast augmentation, uh, gluteal augmentation, calf augmentation, cheek implants, chin implants, uh, nasal bridge implants, anytime you put some type of implant into your body, and especially with something like an RFID chip, you gotta think about something for a hot second. Can your body handle that degree of toxic load? Let's face it, breast implants, they might be full of saline, but the outer casing is silicone. And some people tend to do really well with implants and others not so well, because it seems like their toxic bucket just gets so full, their immune system can crash because of say an exposure to a pathogen or a virus, and then they can no longer tolerate that implant. And I've seen people do really well with implants, various different types, like I just mentioned. And then, you know, people that have them for a couple months or a year, and then they just are struggling. Their health suffers, they put on weight, they have brain fog, their body through different tests and diagnostics are coming back at being really high with heavy metals, their hormones are off, their skin suffers. So this whole toxic load theory that I talk about a lot on the show and that yes I put into research articles is if that toxic bucket gets full and you have some type of implant in your body or a latent disease and then you're exposed to something and then you have other things manifest in the skin like skin rashes and skin irritation candida overgrowth your body has to be able to manage all these different things that it's exposed to through pathogens your air water lighting and electromagnetics And your body has to deal with that. 
just that everybody has to deal with that. But then if you throw an implant into the mix or even something like a hyaluronic acid dermal filler or a biostimulatory facial or body injectable, if the body can handle that, it's gonna handle it just fine. But if that toxic bucket is full, it's gonna have a hard time with that. But the thing with the RFID chip implantations, okay, when I get uh, really excited slash uh, I have no words, I say things like, wow, or I can't, or I have no words. And this is one of those situations where I literally have heard for the first time five minutes ago, this is why I'm recording this episode in this energy because I'm just like, Poof. my mind is like, wow, is this already happening? This is the first time I've heard of a human having an implanted RFID chip that's functioning as their debit card. Wow. I have no words. This is, this is happening. So what are you going to do about this? Are you going to jump on this whole transhumanism movement? Or are you going to say, hey, I am a sovereign human. I don't really want anything in my body that isn't, you know, made of hydrocarbons. That's artificial, right? When we die, the, the plants and the fungi, they literally break every aspect of us down that's a hydrocarbon. They can even break down petroleum. But if we have all these implants in our body, what's going to happen is if we die in a forest somewhere, all the plants are going to be able to decompose all the hydrocarbons and organic matter of our body. But then these implants and these chips and all these things, you know, Neuralink, whatever, they're just going to be, you know, collecting dust on the forest floor and pretty sure uh, animals aren't going to be able to eat that and consume any nutrients from it. So this is just a really strange concept that we have these two buckets of biohackers. And my good friend, Katie Moore, my co-host of the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast, which is my second show, which we co-host together. It's a lot of fun. She last year like really was on board with transhumanism. She's like, sign me up. I want an implant so that I can, you know, be a peak performer and stuff like that. And then there's been a shift with her recently, too. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not really into it as much. And, you know, she's been open on the show, so she doesn't mind me talking about that. But for me, do I want to have a Neuralink implant so that my brain can work better, so that I can compute faster? Yeah, I'm not thinking that's going to be in my path at this time. Um, there's things like solar flares. There's things like Schumann resonance and electromagnetics and all sorts of things from an electrical perspective that I think could really go wrong with that kind of stuff and could end up making you more susceptible to manipulation and tracking and things like that. So without sounding too much like a conspiracist, I would rather have my personal body, mind, spirit, energy, sovereignty. And sure, it's great to, you know, wear biohacker trackers, or I use the eight sleep mattress cover to track my sleep scores and HRV and, you know, deep sleep, REM sleep, my heart rate, all these cool metrics that can really help us figure out which day is the day to crush life, take names, or which day is the day to rest and recover. Because you might just be at just the beginning stages of say a cold or a flu or just getting a little run down. So when you get to know this metric called HRV, you can really modulate your work days, your personal professional days in accordance with that so that you don't burn out. And I'm telling you guys, when I started my business in 2018, I was still working pretty well full time and you know doing my business evenings, weekends, and then I got into pretty rough car accidents. But here's the kicker. 
I never once burnt out, even though I was doing 16 to 18 hour workdays because I always made sure that I listened to my body, mind, spirit, energy. If something was off, I would then be able to modulate my days. So the biohacking trackers and metrics, yes, I'm going to say, do you have a place where they can allow us to learn what it feels like when our body is at peak performance, when our HRV is through the roof, we're recovering well, or when it is, you know, bottomed out and we really need to just take time to recover and maybe not do a hard workout, maybe not do too much work that day and maybe go in hermit mode. And oh, I do love my hermit mode. I feel like I'm in like constant hermit mode and I'm super particular. The humans I'm around lately, because I want to have meaningful conversations. I don't want to be around people that are like, oh my gosh, did you see what this person posted? Or, you know, trying to take pictures and videos of absolutely everything you're doing in your life. Like who the F cares? Like, are you trying to feed your own ego? But yes, okay, maybe I'm just needing to check myself here. (laughs) But it's really funny when you take that more observer standpoint and you look at how we're living our lives. We have basically a high functioning computer in the palm of our hands now. But that computer, the more we're on it, is messing with our blood and actually making us age faster. And could that also be applied if we start to get all of these different RFID chip implants, which yes, are going to be having a Bluetooth component. That's how they can send and receive through radio frequency from this chip that's implanted in this person's hand as their debit card. They hover that over a payment solution system, a point of sale system. And, you know, you're constantly having something sending and receiving in your body. We see this actually with pacemakers now, they're Bluetooth. So the whole thing about like implants that have these sending and receiving things, we have also like insulin pumps that are doing this too. I'm going to say that, yes, absolutely. They do have a purpose and sure, they can certainly have some profound medical implications to help people live. We have cochlear implants now. We have all sorts of different implants that are actually fixing problems. And that is how Neuralink is going to segue in. And that's going to happen with these brain implants with people that have brain injuries. And it will potentially serve a purpose to help their brains work again. Say they had, you know, brain cancer. Um, Cancers are on the rise. Autoimmune stuff is on the rise. So I think that, yes, we're going to see more of a need because of issues we're seeing from our environment through impure air, water, lighting, and electromagnetics that we will get sick a little bit more frequently. And uh, statistically in Canada, through StatsCan, and yes, I've emailed back and forth with with the StatsCan representative to like validate what the heck this number was, but for statistics in 2020 in Canada, the autoimmune segment, or AKA a disease with unknown diagnosis, say someone passed away before they had a diagnosis, or there just was no diagnosis for the symptoms that were presenting, that number doubled from 2019 to 2020. And also I took a look at what the metrics were from 2016 to 2020. And they were, you know, pretty steady. And then all of a sudden in 2020, they doubled and no, COVID had its own section. So no, it was not that. But I think we're going to be seeing more diseases creep up and new diseases creep up. The more we have 
technology around us because they really haven't gone through the gamut of being studied. Like, are you aware of any seven to eight year studies of RFID chips in humans? No, there aren't any. So one of the positions I've always taken for facial rejuvenation, especially with things like body contouring, lasers and injectables, is to wait for the initial research period to complete and then also wait for it to be deployed onto the general population. And that usually takes about seven to eight years. And why I like to take this position is if you are signing yourself up to be a guinea pig, you just have to know that, you know, <laughs> you're a test subject. It's called the Nuremberg Code. And one of the things that I recommend you do in the rejuvenation space is never go for that bright, shiny object, that brand new thing, that brand new rejuvenation laser or injectable, because the first generation of the product itself, the device itself, and then also the way that it's employed, the first go around, there's always tweaks to be made. You know, I go to different plastic surgery conferences, speak on them, teach at them. And we're always learning, we're always evolving, we're always finding better ways to employ different offerings. And it does take a number of years for that second or third iteration of the way that that product or device is employed and also the product and device itself. It just gets better and better and better with time, both more safe and also efficacious. So I just maybe like to encourage you to not jump on these bandwagons that are giving us this opportunity of a higher level of convenience. You may inadvertently be exposing yourself to things that you're not quite yet aware of. And the verdict is out. Radio frequencies, non-ionizing radiation, ionizing radiation, they really affect our blood. And what that does is it reduces the ability of your red blood cells to carry oxygen and nutrients to your tissues, to your organs, to your brain, to your skin, to your eyes, right? Also, it, when the blood is affected, it sticks together, it starts to fi uh, form fibrin or clotting factors, and then it has less of an ability to carry out toxins like CO2 and different uh, byproducts from different metabolism processes that are happening in the body, right? Oxidative stressors, free radicals, all these things form in the body and then your immune system has to come in and, you know, break down different molecules. Your macrophages break down, you know, dead cells as they go through a process called apoptosis, right? We have all sorts of senescent cells that they die and then the senolytics come in and they basically degrade those cells that have died. And you want those processes to be functioning really well so that you don't have a buildup of dead, unhealthy, sort of like sticky cells that are gunking up your machinery of your body, mind, spirit, energy. So this was an episode on the topic of transhumanism. Let me know your thoughts on this topic. Send me an email, info at rachelvarga.ca. We have a lot of biohackers listening to this, and I know there's two schools of thought in biohackers. You know, sign me up for the implant or, you know, I'll wear a wearable and turn the uh, Bluetooth mode off when I, because I still want the tracking capabilities, but I don't want to get the uh, Bluetooth and electromagnetics. So there's kind of like two camps here. And then if you're totally new to this biohacking thing, you're like, what the heck is biohacking? 
don't you worry i work with clients that are new to this and are also kind of on like that beginner and advanced and like expert level so i love working with clients where you're at and one of the best ways to get started on figuring out how to optimize your air lighting water and your electromagnetics in your home and also optimize what you're doing to your skin morning and night i really uh, invite you to download my nine keys to skin health and slowing cellular aging at rachelvarga.ca slow aging check out the description of this episode in the show notes and that will take you right there again i totally welcome feedback Email me info at rachelvarga.ca on what you think of this topic. And if you would willingly be, you know, first in line to get the RFID chip so that you, just in case you forget your debit card, you got a backup there. It's on you all the time. I, I can't. I have no words for this. What I just heard this morning. So taking you along for the ride. Let me know your thoughts. Have an amazing day. Make good choices. Be a good human and stay beautiful. Stay high vibe. Stay radiant.